is no other you like you. No one has your eyes or your thoughts because you are one of a kind and we created John Hopkins Health Plans. Each of us has a voice that is completely unique. Shouldn't your health plan be just as special? Teachable Moments with April podcast. I am your host, April. If you're a returning listener, I appreciate you and welcome back. If you're a new listener, welcome and thank you. To everyone listening, remember, Teachable Moments are all around us. Enjoy. All right, so the next topic that I want to talk about is... I guess what's going on in Canada with the wildfires. So two things came to mind. Okay, so anyway, the wildfires. Okay, before I get into that, the wildfires. Okay, Um, so again, and I don't know if this is normal for Canada. I've never heard of it before any type of wildfires. When I think of wildfires, I think of California and that seemed to go on for a very long time. It even seemed like it went on for a year, two years, even when it never really actually went out from what people were trying to explain to me. They were saying that it was it just would be smoldering when it wasn't an active, they weren't active fires. It was just smoldering and never actually went out. And it is a byproduct of or a cause of uh, climate change. Okay, so to that extent, okay, message received, that's what that is. So... I'm guessing, I'm speculating that the same is holding true for Canada. But the thing, and and, and before I get into my two queries or my two questions about that or my points, is the fact that with Canada, I don't remember, I'm going to get into the first thing, uh, I don't remember experiencing anything with California. What I mean by that is, is that with the Canada thing, it actually, I smelled the burning. I smelled the burning. It smelled so close that it was as if it was like right in my house. That's how close the thing with the Canada's, with its wildfires that I don't remember smelling. And I don't live in Canada, nor do I live in California. But with the Canada one, the one that's happening now, it was as if something was burning in my home. Actually, in my home. And I was making comments about it. And Miss Mary said, oh, she told she told me what she saw on the news. And it was about Canada. So you know how silly I am. I started to laugh. I said, did you say Canada? And she said, yeah. And I said, wow. Well, how how is that possible if it's in Canada? How are we smelling it as if our own house, like we left something on the stove and walked outside and then it started to burn. Like it's so close. It's, you know, you know, do you, am I making sense? Okay. 
Um, so yeah, so that happened the first time and it happened the second time this particular time, but it happened at night and I was watching TV and it smelled as if something nearby, if not in my own home, was burning. And I went throughout the house looking, but the next day when I looked on the news, they spoke of the wildfires again were pretty active in California. Okay. And California and Canada. So I was like, wow, okay. And then the other, what I found to be kind of spooky to me a little bit is what they explained to be with the moon. Okay. And the tinge of it. So I've been seeing this particular coloring of the moon for days and days um even after the fact after allegedly I wasn't supposed to be seeing it and and they explained it away as the strawberry moon okay and it's folklore and it's meaning um to the native different tribes of Native Americans or American Indians okay cool that's fine but the the thing about this is the fact that when I looked at the moon, it wasn't just the color of the moon. Like, let me see, can I articulate it? It was as something, as if something was in the atmosphere, that something was in the air itself, hovering, hovering around the moon. And that was what was discoloring it. And it looked thick and it looked orangey red it wasn't the moon now I am clearly not um, um, I do have a, a love or um, uh, an affinity to things that have to do with outer space and you know and everything and you know stars I'm not super knowledgeable but when I do come across it, 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 it piques my interest and I'll, and I'll lean in and listen, you know, as to having a lot of knowledge about it. No, I'd be lying if I said I did. But this didn't seem like this was the sweet, sweet strawberry moon, you know, situation. Okay. It seemed like something else is going on with the atmosphere and the environment. And I could really see it, physically see it hovering around the moon it looked thick and it was it tinging it it didn't look good I didn't get a good feeling about it it wasn't like oh okay even after I found out what the answer allegedly was I still was skeptical and I'm still I'm gonna be honest with you I'm still skeptical now I am. They explained it. And what I saw wasn't exactly what I saw on the news when they were talking about the strawberry moon. Something else is going on. Okay. So maybe I'm starting some rumors right now. Okay. But, um, yeah, it didn't look right. And I remember telling Miss Mary that so much, even before I found out about the whole strawberry moon business, I said, something was up with the moon. It like some straight out of a horror film. I said, it looked like this stuff was really thick and it was just like floating around the moon. It was very eerie. Like something is actually in 
the atmosphere and it's settling onto the moon. So maybe, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm open. I'm not a closed minded person. I don't try to, I, I don't profess to be, you know, I try to be, you know, as logical as possible within my capability. So if I'm wrong, you know, I actually want to be wrong about this. I don't want to believe there's something in our atmosphere that's settling like that. And it looks really thick and it's around the move and it's shifting and it's moving. It was actually moving. That's another part. Because if it was the actual moon, that wouldn't be happening, right? Hmm. Okay. So, okay. So that was one of the things that I want to talk about. The second thing is they talk about, and I think I touched on it, cloud seeding. Okay. And about the Good Morning America. I did. I know I did talk about that or mention about that. Um, and they say it's to help the environment and to help when things like certain, um, I don't know, how do I put it? Not catastrophes, but when things happen um, to help uh, Mother Nature, so to speak. I'm, I might not be explaining it the best, but that, to my understanding, that's why they claim they're doing the cloud seeding, and ma- aka manipulating the weather. Okay, so I'm trying to figure out if there are wildfires in Canada then why aren't you going to the seeding, the cloud seeding? If cloud seeding, the three different techniques, are to help the environment, okay, let's say, I think one of the the, the examples that they gave that I heard was that, like, let's say you have bodies of water that are depleted and they're drying up and they're shrinking, okay? I believe that's one of the main examples that stayed out in my mind, that stuck out in my mind. And you are helping Mother Earth and you're seeding cloud seeding so that it will rain and therefore replenish those lakes and and, and bodies of water that are drying up. Okay, even though they said that's what it was, why couldn't you actually do it? Because you're saying you're trying to help the environment and climate change for to help put out the the wildfires am i am i being a moron by thinking that or suggesting that why 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 are the wildfires still raging why aren't you using all this good old good old technology that you say you're trying to help the environment with so that you put water on the fire to put it out so that Canada is not burning and <laughs> Canada's on fire. It's not funny, but uh, it kind of is on fire. And then you have all of the, the backlash of all of this air pollution that um, is like there's an orange, weird, orangey haze like they are living on planet Mars or something and then the wind and different storm systems, you say, it is carrying all of this debris and smoke to New York. And basically here, because where I live, because I told you I could smell 
fire and like something was burning like it was actually in my home that's okay <laughs> so why aren't you using all this technology allegedly or science to help put out the wildfires using the water make it rain that's one of the things that you say that you can do based on the science that is in place now, the technology science that you've put in place to help the environment. Was it not to uh, put it into play like now when we're having issues like that where things are burning and without ceasing? Um, did I miss something? I'm not, I'm not a genius, so maybe I missed something. Uh, it's, I've missed a lot won't be the first time nor will it be the last so why is stuff still burning then what what are you actually using it for then and if that's the case why didn't you do it in california hey wait a minute why didn't you do it in california why did california seem like it was burning for two years or smoldering however you want to put it if the technology and the science was in place why didn't that occur or happen? You know, there's a lot of brilliant minds out there. So I'm trying to figure that out. Why did that never occur to me until Canada was on fire? I never even, it, I'm going to be honest with you, I never really thought about California. I was worried about California. And I'm like, man, that place is like burning. I mean, how could something burn like that? I mean, like burning, it's like it never ended. And then people by me bugging them and bringing it up, they kept saying, well, you know, it was just smoldering, it's climate change, it's this, it's that. You know, they were explaining to me, you know, and I appreciate them doing that. But then I'm thinking, man, there's nothing they can do. They did all that they could. You know, they did certain things. They sprayed certain, you know, compounds and stuff like that because it had spread. But now that the whole thing with Canada's happening, I started to think to myself, I said, self, if they got all this cloud seeding and they've they've harnessed the power of nature to do this, that, and the third, then why is stuff still burning? You know, isn't that why you did it? You said that's why you did it. So why is it still happening? Because, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a problem solver. And it bugs me when I can't solve something, when I can't complete something. So if that is what you say you did it for, among many other things, that's not the only application, I'm sure, of cloud seeding. Why is it still, why do we have this, this occurrence now where you have wildfires, all you would have to do because it's due to climate change and dryness, wildfire. So if it's to make it rain and to do this, that, and the other, water cancels out fire, does it not? I'm just asking, I'm just, you know, I'm just putting it out there. Um, isn't that a perk of this particular technology or science that you have put in place? This is an update to the original episode that I did uh, here on ca uh, the Canadian wildfires. Something that just popped in my mind a second ago. Hmm. I've been pretty uh, honest to you, with you guys about um, that I used to watch 
like an enormous, like a, a ridiculous amount of scary movies. I used to be a scary movie, horror film, science fiction buff. I read books, movies, <laughs> all types of things, TV shows, uh, streamed, you know, series and uh, revolving around horror, um, science fiction, so forth and so on. So just in this moment, I just remembered another reason why I was disturbed by the images of the wildfire, the, uh, the orange haze. Okay. The fire itself, but more so the thick orange haze. And I finally, I mean, it's disturbing regardless, you know, it's disturbing that sh that should never be. But it reminded me something in this moment, in this very moment, was that I used to watch a series. I don't know if anyone listening is familiar with this series. It's actually based on a trilogy uh, by Guillermo del Toro and another writer, I believe, that I can't uh, remember his name, you know, right now. <clears throat> but I was a big fan of Guillermo del Toro, a lot of his stuff, if not all of his stuff. And it was a series called The Strain. Now, the premise of this, uh, this show, based on the books, was more or less vampires. Okay, so that was another thing that I Anything that had to do with vampires seemed like it just drew me in. Okay, so it's essentially not just about vampires. Okay, they they tackle at some point as the series goes on, I forget how many seasons, um, the origins of the original, if you will, vampires. They somehow wove into that, which is not uncommon, but I hadn't really seen anything like that in regards to the whole uh, mythology of uh, vampires is angels, primarily fallen angels. Okay. They speak on it in the book, the books, because it's a trilogy and also in the series. And the one particular one that we follow is one that went rogue. And I forget what his name was. I should know it by heart, but I have forgotten okay but anyway they're just they are the fallen angels okay is this by coincidence probably not okay so i'm gonna cut through the whole synopsis to the point that i'm trying to make at some point towards the end of this particular series they show that it's some type of prophecy um that needs to be fulfilled and the lead vampire who has gone rogue from the other fallen angels slash vampires somehow, of course, manipulate mankind. Certain people within that have power and influence. And there's a particular actor that was very, very rich. And he was sick. And he was desperate to do any and everything to prolong his life and actually gain immortality. So usually in the vampire uh, mythology or folklore, they are immortal. Okay, so that's something else to look at in general, just, just in general. If you want to make any type of parallels between real life and its connection 
in horror and in movies and how a lot of times movies can eerily we're saying people are starting to see there have been people who saw all along I wasn't one of those people that there's some kind of parallel between that that there's some truth in there somehow you know I don't know if it's life imitating art or art imitating life you can pick whatever meaning you want to take from that but people are getting kind of creeped out because a lot of the stuff that we've been watching is actually rooted in the truth as outlandish it may seem to some it actually does so anyway they somehow got their hands on I want to say a nuclear weapon and of course vampires often in folklore they cannot go out in in the day in any type of light so what they did is they manipulated and they got these different people especially this this man this older man who had been sickly all of his life to somehow procure a nuclear weapon in order to what nuclear weapons do detonate therefore shifting the environment the air and blocking more or less the sun and when they did that and it went off and everything just clicked into into motion it looked now I don't know why that didn't occur to me right away it looked identical identical to the strain identical now I've seen other movies that had to do with nuclear um, weapons and what they call the fallout and ash and you know most post apocalyptic movies and shows and books that is a that's very common that's the standard but it looks identical now that I, I don't know why it never occurred to me to what we were experiencing everyone was experiencing with the Canadian wildfires and the orangey haze okay and it being obviously unhealthy I don't know if that anybody can do anything with that uh, what I just said but I felt like I had to say it now another aspect to this is I was looking at a youtuber um, well several youtubers well one in particular stood out his name his channel is called new breed and he tied in the release of a very popular franchise of games okay I don't know if it's like uh, role-playing games or what I'm I'm very not very knowledgeable about gaming but it's called I think is it Diablo 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 and I think it's four okay I said I butchered that didn't I and um, all I can I can't get out of my head is a picture that he shared of a billboard in New York City and the date that it was released which was June 6 2023 and it had the image of with a demon a demon it looked like a female demon and then at the bottom because they did it in New York it said welcome to hell New York and then that orangey haze and it just was kind of chilling to see and then people the makers and the people that were behind the um, particular game 
and the release date um, thought it was perfect, but a coincidence. Because I think people might have been, you know, a, approaching them with the fact that they released it, okay, on the day that they released it, and what was happening with the environment, with the with the uh, air, that it looked murky, it looked thick, it looked orange, as if to mimic what hell <laughs> what exactly hell it also looked also like uh what i would consider mars many movies sci-fi movies i watched when people are constantly oh just keep 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 going to mars trying to find if we can live on mars can we exist on mars it reminded me of that too so a lot of other youtubers you know mirrored that that they thought it looked like either a hellscape or the red planet which is mars for the ones who aren't afraid to stand out to embrace the unexpected who live for the thrill of somewhere new for those who were born originals for whom local is a language they're always learning, and authentic their only destination. For those who want to drink it all in, the spirit, the vibrance, the flavor of it all. Who want to stay in the moment, in the story, and in the thick of it, or off the map, and leave the details to someone else. For those who crave a collection of hotels that stay with them, the Tapestry Collection, stay original. just listening to Teachable Moments with April Podcasts. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I invite you to connect with us on our social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. I also encourage you to become a paid subscriber in order to gain access to subscriber-only exclusive episodes and content. As always, be well and stay blessed. Until next time.